to the show this is sports with strawberry ice i'm your host the ice man jeff trunnapole and as always i bring you sports from a west side point of view right here in the great city of cincinnati ohio home of the afc north champion and the first place cincinnati reds do me a favor if you found the show hit that like and subscribe button smash that thumbs up you guys are awesome i'm up to 2264 subscribers as always, I appreciate every single one of you guys. If you watch on Facebook or Twitter and you have yet to subscribe to my channel, why not? Please do so. Please go to the YouTube channel, Sports with Strawberry Ice. Hit the subscription button. Hit the bell for the notification. Every time I go live, you'll be notified. Also, exclusively in the YouTube chat, crew renewed super chats. So if you got something you want to say about the uh, Reds draft, which is going to re- review, plus we're probably going to review the base, uh, best baseball movies ever. Give me a super chat. I greatly appreciate it. And as always, I'm coming to you live from this glorious place down here, the Ice Cave. The Ice Cave is brought to you by T-Properties. T-Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out the website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. And you know what? I wear it almost every day, but I'm wearing red stuff today. But it's, I'm brought to you by Jackpot Joey, jackpotjoey9.com. Go check it out. You can get the beer. Not the beer. I was saying we have the beer. It's coming out soon. Coming out like two weeks at Brick Brew. We got the flags. We got the hats. We got the shirts. We got all kinds of merchandise. Portions of proceeds go to the Joe Burrow Hunger Relief Fund and the Joe Burrow Foundation. Make sure you go check out. Check out joey9.com. I got something in my teeth. Hey, just let you guys know. I just announced it. We are having a cornhole tournament again. And all the proceeds go to the Joe Burrow Foundation. It is August 12th, the day after the Bengals and Packers play in preseason. And if you guys want any of the information, go or you want to go and sign up, please go to uh, Break Brewery social media and go on there and you can sign up there. I am planning on having, I look, I got a ringer on, on my team. I'm just telling you, I have a ringer and his name is Big Savage. Me and him are going to dominate this 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 corner term. I'm just I'm just letting you know. But check it out the Brick Brewery. Uh, David Folger is going to be the special guest bartender. Uh, noon to four o'clock. Double elimination. It's a hundred dollars per team. Eight hundred dollars first place prize. Uh, five hundred dollars for the second place. Two hundred dollars for the third third place. Each team gets four beer, beer tickets, four hot dogs, brats or mets. Uh, split the pot. Uh, tickets all day long. Like I said, all the proceeds 
go to the Joe Burrow Foundation. The DJ Johnny B is going to be there. And, of course, we're going to be drinking award-winning Jackpot Joey beer, which I have right here, right, right behind me. So it's going to be a fun time. Make sure you guys um, head out there. I, it's August 12th. I first tweeted out, so it was August 11th. That's the wrong date. It's August 12th. And, again, go to any of Brink Brewery's social media platforms, and you can get uh, all the information on how to sign up and all that good stuff there. So what's going on? What's up to everybody in the chat? We have a huge group today. We got this whole seven people watching us. We got Stranger. What's going on? We got Matt. What's up? And, of course, we got Crown, otherwise known as Brian. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the show. So, you know, stay after the All-Star game. Not a whole lot going on. So me and Greg were talking. Like, what? You know, I'm like, I kind of need some help here. What do you, what do you think we should talk about? And he's like, I really want to talk about the uh, Reds draft. I said, that sounds like an awesome idea because I got some ideas about it and I think it was a pretty good draft. We'll see what you guys say. But first of all, let's get the big sandwich. What up, Greg? Nothing much, man. So what do you think of my red side here, man? I mean, I, I, like I got two. I got Bengals side and red side, man. I figured I'm really liking the red side so far this year. Well, it's just a, a Schwartz. There's two sides. They have a Schwartz. There's two sides to Greg's room. <laughs> yeah, the right, exactly. No, so I said to myself, you know what? Let's see, see what this looks like. Red spice. I'm like, this looks pretty good. So, come back. We'll see. You know, I'll be switching back and forth. I might have to do two at the same time. You never know. A little diagonal here. But I like this so far. Yeah, exactly. What's up, man? You, oh, see, me, you see me live streaming here. What's up? I don't. You, you got to get on Facebook and, 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 and uh, subscribe to my show. Anyway. <laughs> But yeah, I like I like it, man. It looks good. I like I go like if I could turn my camera, I could show you my my red stuff. I uh, my, I don't have I don't have as many jerseys you do. Oh, uh, you know I never seen your area. You don't have any red stuff. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, you seen it. I got, I got the uh, autograph P Rose jersey. Plus, I got the uh, autograph Jamar Chase jersey while I was gone. I got to frame that thing up still. You hit the yeah. jackpot, buddy. Yeah, I did. That was no, dude. Chandler Chandler told me about it while I was on vacation. I'm like, all right, yeah, I'll do that. And he's like, I got a TJ Hushmanzada one. And I said, I said, it got delivered. I said, he, he, he's coming over to, here to take care of the dog. So I said, I said, when you get there, I said, open up, FaceTime me. He opens up. He goes, you son of a. <laughs> <laughs> he, what is it? It he probably would have taken it. I'm surprised Taylor did not take it home with him. I was like, what is it, man? I want to see what it is. And he opened it up and it was, it was uh, the autographed chase jersey. I'm like, yes. So it's sitting over there. I got I got all nice and folded up. I, I got I to gotta live stream it. So anyway, uh, I have no idea what the heck this high school Iowa basketball. Uh, are you? What? I don't know. I'm trying to figure out what this person is doing for. It says live streaming here. Uh, are you trying to live stream on my own live stream? Huh? I, I was hoping be, you could answer this one, bud. Uh, I think it might be uh, delete that, and uh, I might be kicking them out because I don't know what the hell that is. I'm not, like, yeah, we'll just we'll just get get rid of that that one there. Yeah, because uh, I don't know what. Uh, they are trying to get people to click on. So anyway, if I don't know what it is, I ain't let you put it on my show. All right. So how, first of all, did you watch the all-star game at all last night? We can talk about no, that. No, you know, no, I did not, man. The all-star game. It's just, you know, I know it. I just don't, man. It's just my, my take on the all-star game is kind of like the problem. You don't want to see anybody get hurt. Did Diaz come in at all? Yeah. Yeah. He came in. He, oh, almost, man. he, he was, was, uh, he was uh, uh, on the hook for the loss until they oh. came back to win. Oh, did the National League win? Yeah. Shut up. Yeah, they won. That's like, that's like seeing a comet. 
for the first time. <laughs> I know, it never three. happens anymore. Ever since I was a kid, man, it's always been American League. I'm like, you know what, I just give up because even when the National League was better, the American League always found a way to win. Oh, it drives me nuts. When I was little back in, the, back in the 80s, the National League always won. And then, then it changed. I always remember 1988, it changed because I think the National League won like, I don't know, like seven or eight in a row. Then 88, it was here in Cincinnati, and they lost. And then they won all of them until like 1994. I'm like, oh, my God, like, are you kidding me? I'm like, yeah. But, I mean, I still the, – the the baseball all-star game is actually one of the funnest ones for me uh, to watch. Now, I hate these stupid uniforms that they're doing. Oh, uh, yeah. They, they used to let them just wear their, their regular team uniforms, which I thought was the coolest thing. It, it made the Major League Baseball all-star game stand out because it's different than all the other ones. All the other ones, of course, they have to have the same uniform because they're passing the ball back and forth or whatever or the right. puck or whatever. Baseball, they're not. They can keep their own freaking uniform as long as they're, you know – yeah, uniforms and and they got these stupid. And they look like prison uniforms, man. They they looked awful. Right? No, I hate that. Wear your own uniforms. I think go back to wearing your own uniform. I hate yeah. that. I, I did. I was not a fan of that. But yeah, no. it was. It's always been my my uh my favorite one to do. But anyway, let, let's get into the draft here. We had the, that was the beginning of the uh, the week here, and I was very excited about Rhett, the, the guy, the first round pitcher. You and me discussed this a little bit on the show. Uh, what day was that? Tuesday you were on, I think. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, no, because that's yeah, yeah, that's right. We did, yes. Yeah, I was all over on Bengals. I don't remember. We were on Bengals. No, you came on Bengals and Bruce because you and Dale. You know, you didn't get the thing is, you guys were just getting into a friendly debate on Twitter, but Twitter can make it seem like it's a heavy oh, yeah. it's just a discussion, and that's right. what you guys yeah. were just clarifying. Yeah, Dale, Dale's my dude. I love that. Guy. Oh, Dale. Oh, yeah, that's we knew. Yeah, but uh, anyway, I mean, I'm very happy with Rhett because, like I said, I do not claim to be a baseball draft expert whatsoever. I had three guys that I liked. And I saw him in the College World Series. The two guys from LSU, which I knew we weren't going to have a chance, and yeah. Brett, which I didn't think we were going to get. I didn't think he was going to last that long. But I, I'm, I'm pretty pretty happy with him. What, what's your thoughts on Red? Yeah, my thought on Red is here's the thing, man. It's it's like he's the safest player in the draft. It seems just safe, and I'm okay with that. One point eighty. I mean, like one point eighty seven ERA in college, uh, sixty. Uh, his strikeout to walk ratio is one forty three K to twenty four walks. That's awesome. I mean, one of the Paul Storms, rated one of the best changeup in college. Um, fastball can go up to 97 miles per hour. Against a damn good LSU team, seven, even though they lost, he went up against that guy. Dude, he almost won it for him. <laughs> yeah, he almost won it. I mean, he didn't get the loss. They lost in extra innings. But, right. I mean, this kid, man, it's just – everything is just – this kid, they say he will be the first player in the draft called up in the major leagues. I mean, this kid is ready to go, man. I mean, what's not to like about this kid? Well, that's what I kind of said. I wouldn't be surprised, depending on how he acclimates to the minor leagues. I mean, he, who knows? Maybe he could be a September down the stretch call up, and that's why I kind of said, "How would you like to see him come out of the pen?" I ain't saying we're going to bring him up out of college and let him start, but hell, if he if he's you can come out and give us a couple innings down right. the stretch in in this year, which I don't know if he if he can or not. Right. I mean, Mike Rick did. So, yeah, I mean, he's pitching high leverage situations in, in the College World Series. I mean, that's as high as you can get right now, and you know, until you're in the major league. So, will that happen? I have no idea, but I was very, very happy with, with who they uh, drafted. Plus, well, he's got the best hair. I mean, let's, right. let's, yeah, yeah. He's dude, got dude. the best hair. Dude, absolutely, man. It looks like Jonathan Indy all over again. But the thing of it is, I know some fans were complaining we didn't get that kid out of Virginia, Teal. And don't get me wrong, I wanted a hitting catcher. I like Stevenson, but I'm like, man, we need a backup hitting catcher. So it's for Stevenson, I think. Nothing against Molly. I just think we can do better. But, like I keep telling you this, Pete Rose said, if you have pitching, get more pitching. Right. We need all the pitching we can get. I am so glad we loaded up on pitching in the draft. 
Exactly. And, and I, I like like the, the guy, the uh, France, uh, the first round comp pick. I like him. He's another one, which was funny. They got him. He was another one. I'm like, oh, crap. I know who that kid is, too. <laughs> I'm like, I saw him in the College World Series. Oh, uh, Floyd. Ty yeah, Floyd. Floyd. Oh, hey, sorry. We, I can guarantee you this, Jeff. I know who Kieran's favorite player in the draft was. Uh, <laughs> yes. Anybody yeah. from but, LSU. But, you know, okay, Kieran was like, well, I don't know. This guy got drafted. Skeens got drafted by the Pirates. No, you're not a Pirates fan or anything. But, no. <laughs> but Ty Floyd, I mean – and he's kind of coming up along, but dude, in one game in the World Series, 17 strikeouts, that's no luck right there, yeah. right? I mean, this this kid, but like I said, this kid was up and down here and there. And so, but that's fine. Look, LSU and Cincinnati, all I need to hear. Pretty, pretty good, pretty good connection so far. I mean, I I, I like it. I'm 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 happy with it. So but yeah, I, I, I like those two. And then um which one do you want to talk about next year? So, you know what? Obviously, we talked about the pitching, which I'm happy. But the one guy I'm really liking a lot is the the guy, the kid we got in fifth round, Connor Burns, catcher from Long Beach State. Right. They said he is the maybe the best defensive catch in the draft. Yep. The only problem is his hitting wasn't great. Like a sophomore year, he was hitting like 200, which is really bad in college. But last this year, he hit 300, which is great. You know, decent. I mean, that's great in the majors, but college, it's a lot different. But, I mean, his hitting, they said, got better because he's got raw power. So that'd be a great backup catcher. Look, I'm happy having like another Tucker Barnhart like on the team. Tucker oh, yeah. Barnhart was a damn good defensive catcher. And he had I mean, better hitting too. Well, my uncle was telling me in the World Series a couple years ago when the Red Sox and the Dodgers were playing, Yasmani Gagra was a great hitting catcher, but he was a horrible defensive catcher. And he let some balls go right past him that cost them the World Series. So we got so spoiled with Tucker Barnhart oh, as yeah. a defensive catcher. Oh, yeah. You know, so I'm really happy. I'm really excited to see what this kid could do. Yeah, I, I like that one. And, and we picked up another shortstop, too, which was uh, Sammy Safara. Who? I think his name is yeah, Sa- 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 Safara. Safara. Dude, I'm yeah, second round. Uh, he was talented, uh, talented enough to be picked in the first round. Uh, good young high school talent, plays up the middle. So, I mean, and I, I keep saying this you can't ever have, I, I'll never get mad at them for drafting shortstops. Yes. I mean, if you can play shortstop, and people are like, how many shortstops do you need? If you can play shortstop and you're an athlete, you can play anywhere. And it's just like Mookie Betts uh, said in his interview before the All-Star game uh, last year, because Mookie Betts plays right, right field, uh, shortstop, and second base. Right. He said he considers himself an athlete. And I honestly, Greg, I think that's the new model moving forward, that hmm. they're going to get baseball players who are more athletic, who can play multiple yes. positions. Well, and that's not bad. Let me look at the Reds that we have right now. We got guys that can do that. Right. So, I mean, I'm, I will never get upset for my, getting more shortstop because – they can play anywhere. It does, they don't have, just because you draft them as a shortstop doesn't mean they have to stay there. And trust me, other people will want them. <laughs> you know, you can they can be draft commodity or trade commodity. My uncle flat out said to me, Greg, you look at the best player on the team that gets drafted. Your best player on the team is either your shortstop or your center fielder. Those are the best players on your team normally. They can play anywhere you want them to. I am not worried at all. Okay. I, I, I'm i trying to think. Santori was telling me this. Joey Votto, I think, came up as a cat. I, I, no, Trevor Hoffman, who the Reds drafted, who's the best closer of all time, came up as a catcher. He, he wasn't even a pitcher coming up. I mean, all these guys, I think Joey Votto, I think, came up as a catcher. All these guys came up in completely different positions, you know? So just because your label is this position does not mean you're going to be playing that position. Who who's the the relief pitcher? Also, relief relief pitcher for the Red Sox. Uh, he came up uh, with the oh. Dodgers. Um, I cannot think of his name right now, but in the World Baseball Classic, not oh, the last one, the one before that, he was a catcher. Oh, dude, I couldn't tell. And you. he had a cannon for an arm. 
Uh, but they, but the Dodgers moved. He, he couldn't hit, so the Mod- Dodgers moved him to pitching, which is I think baseball's more willing to do that now. Now I'm going to date myself, and I always remember this in the '92 draft. The Cincinnati Reds drafted a guy named Chad Batola. Mm-hmm. They could have drafted a guy named Derek Jeter. I knew this story. Yeah. Now, Chad Batola never. I think he's a hitting coach somewhere. Actually, to be honest, but he, he never. I don't think he ever made the the major leagues. Now, Joe Moore or Joe, Joe Morgan, Joe Nuxall said this. I don't know what this always stuck out to me. I always remember Chad Batola, and especially after we didn't draft Derek Jeter. Um, Joe Nuxall said that with his cannon of an arm, he never understood why they didn't try him as a pitcher. I think baseball is more willing to move guys to different positions now than they ever have before. You know, if you got an arm, they can teach you. You can't teach 99. No. 99, they can teach you how to throw to, you know, make the ball move and different stuff like that. They can't teach you. If you got 99, that's just God-given ability. And if you can't, you can't catch or you can't hit, but you can throw, then they're going to quickly switch you to, to pitching. And I, I think that's, like you just said, they're, they're directing more athletes now. That's, I think, more the the change. And they're kind of getting away from the steroid area. Big, muscular guys. Oh, yeah. They're trying to get away from launch angle and all this stuff. And you just look at the guys that they have right now. Right. These guys are all athletes. They can play lots of different positions. No, exactly. And Derek Jeter, I heard about this. The Reds could have drafted him, but I think Derek Jeter said something along. He knew he was going to play for the Yankees, I think, when he was a kid. I think, didn't he say something like, if any other team besides the Yankees drafts me, I'm not playing for them? I think he had leverage on them. I don't don't know if he did or not, but I I know know he, I was watching, I watched a little bit of the the Captain uh, series uh, on ESPN. And and he just, he would love the Yankees. He always wanted to play for the Yankees. And that's, and he's a Kalamazoo, Michigan kid. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, so yeah, he that was. I don't know if he had leverage or anything like that, but he, that was just his thing. He always he kind of spoke it into existence, I guess. Well, well, the Reds were this close. I know they were considering. Well, you know, I think I heard this also when the Reds drafted Larkin. I Barry Bonds, I think, got drafted right after he did, and all. So I think that's another story I heard. I mean, dude, Major League Baseball draft. Shout out to those guys. I mean, NFL draft is hard enough for me to follow. Oh, it'll be, yeah, it's it's hit or miss. I mean, you you. And that's the thing too. Like, like I mean, I'll ask your opinion on this. Me and Chandler have had this discussion a lot because mm-hmm. me and him did two, two post game shows right uh, after the Brewers uh, series, and he's he's talked me into this, and right. I, I agree with him now. I don't think it's going to happen, but Shohei Otani, you know, no, just, no, 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 strawberry, strawberry. Don't even talk about this. No, no, no. You don't want to trade for him? No, because you're you're one of the things we're going to blow blow up the the minor leagues for this. Yeah, no, but okay. Think about what we'd have to get rid of. We'd have to get rid of. Look, I have no doubt this guy's a great damn player. He's probably already one of the best. Who do you think we have to give up for him? What would we have to get rid of for him? Yeah, no, no, nobody, nobody on the major league roster. Dude, we'd have to get rid of our top ten minor league system, and I still don't think that will be enough. We'd have to get rid of four of them. No, I. I, It would be four. It would be four guys at the most. Okay, so say if you do that, how are you going to pay him? Because you don't pay anybody. You literally do not pay anybody next year. Joey Votto mm-hmm. is off the books. Moustakis is off the books. Ken Griffey Jr. is off the books. You oh, literally wow. do not pay anybody. And all these guys you have on the roster don't make any money for five years. Yeah, but so you can't pay him. So would you Would you do it? In a heartbeat. Strawberry, man. That's- one player. Okay, one player. You say not get rid of anybody. You're basically getting two. You know you're basically getting two. You're getting a 20-game winner. Plus a power hitter. 
but, so but that's okay. the, you're getting a player that we've never seen before, Greg. Nobody's ever do, done no, I know. what he's doing. So, yes. Just, just but, so, so, what would okay. we have to get rid of? Tell me who. Okay, all right. So, I've, I, I, I've, I've had discussion with a couple of different people. Joe, Joe from River Front Roads is on last night. Right. And he said, in his opinion, and he's probably right. I thought we could get rid of two guys, but he's probably right. It'd probably take four. So, if you say CES, Morte, um, say Connor, and say uh, 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 Arroyo are four, basically right. our four top prospects that are in the minors. Now, the only one that really could have a spot right now is Connor. He's a pitcher. Right. The other ones, literally, there's no place really for them. I mean, I keep saying I want to get CES up here. You can figure it out. But covering the shortstop, Arroyo is a shortstop. Pitching, like I said, we, we could we could use that. So, basically, he's the one that would, that would I think, hurt the most to lose. There are so many guys down in double-A, single-A, triple-A that are, quote-unquote, you know, can't miss prospects like these guys are that they can easily flush them up here. Now, the thing is, just because these guys are hitting in triple A doesn't mean they're going to hit like they did, like they did no. in triple A, doesn't mean they're going to do that in, in the majors. And the for us to hit again on four guys like we did with Ellie, Matty Bats, Steer, and Abbott all at the same time and be able to come up here and play like they are or veterans. Greg, I've never seen this many guys do it. And if you could add Shohei Otani batting third in your lineup and your number one starting pitcher, and you you could you can pay him, you know. I mean, I'm just I, will the Reds do it? I have no idea. I'm just for everybody who says it can't happen, they're wrong. It can happen. Do I think it will happen? No, I don't think it'll happen, but you can do it, and you're not going to destroy your your minor league. Because thing is, the guys we have up here right now. They're not going anywhere. There's no place for these guys to play down there right now. Jeff, man, you're starting all over with your minor league system, man. We, why are no, you're, why not, you're, you're literally not starting all over? You already have guys down there that are, are knocking on the door. will be up here next year. Yeah, but Jeff, man, I'm just keep building up. We're a small market team. Okay. I'm sorry. Now, refugeeing off the books. I mean, he's was on our books for how many years? I mean, that's going to be – that's like Cliff Floyd right there pretty much, right? Mm-hmm. What uh, What's the guy – Bobby – wait, who was the guy for the Mets? Do they – have to pay still. Bobby Bonilla. Bobby Bonilla. Sorry, I can't say Cliff Floyd. But yeah, so that's so. All these guys are from payroll. That's huge. Right. You're right. But so man. let's put it this way. All right. Say so we, we don't trade them and say CES is ready next year and uh, Morte is ready next year and Aurora mm-hmm. and, uh, is ne- ready next year. Where are you playing them at? You know what? This was the conversation we had a couple days ago, man. I mean, and this, this is where everybody gets mad because I, I keep saying. But he's 29 years old, man. How many good years does he have left after that? Uh, At least five. <laughs> and that's all I want him for. Yeah. I want him for five because after but five, that's that's He's going to get hurt faster when you're doing both positions. That's yeah. like asking a football player to play both offense and defense. I mean, he's doing pretty well. I mean, I'm mean, i just saying, but how long I is mean, that going to last, buddy? Well, I mean, well, the thing is, how long is any of these guys going to last? Any of them can get Okay, hurt. one player alone. Look at Mike Trout, best player in the league the last five or six years. What has he done? Look at the Angels in well, general that have both him and Shorty. They don't, have, they don't have what we have. They don't have what we have. That, but, they, the, our team's better than theirs. <sighs> with Right now, with Shohei and Dude. Trout, our team's better than theirs. Look at the – all right, Tampa Bay, that's your second favorite team. They keep – Building the system. That's what we yeah, need. Yeah, and they've do. never won a World Series. Oh, don't throw that at. <laughs> but they haven't. They were close. They were close. Yeah, but, I mean, they've been closer than we are at. Like yeah, you said. Yeah, but but but, but Strawberry Man. I'm just telling you, we're not. It's not blowing up the system as much as, as everybody thinks it is. It, Strawberry, it's really not. Strawberry, I respect the fact you want to stick your hand in the shark's tank, but sooner or later that shark's going to bite you. Hey, 
sometimes you, the, the, you, don't, you don't pick the year. Sometimes the year picks you. And if you can add Shohei to this team, like I said, I do not think this is going to happen. All right. right. I don't. I don't think it's going to happen. But I'm just, I'm just trying to put it out to everybody that it's not going to – we can't afford him. And two, it's not going to blow up the, the farm system. It won't. You, you've got so – they've done such a good job of drafting and developing guys. I mean, they just they, – they, they, who, who, who was it? Somebody just gave them an A for their for their, um, for their their draft. Here, here it is. Who, who was this? Uh, somebody did. Oh, I, Keith Law. Keith Law, who's a very, very good uh, baseball writer, gave them an A for their draft, which is awesome. That's great, and which oh, yeah. is what they've been getting. So I mean, they, it's that's not like they haven't stopped drafting and developing guys. It's not right. like all of a sudden they're going to stop doing it. Right. They, they finally got a system in place, and and Greg, that's the thing. You use that sometimes when you you have a chance to win. You use this excess no. players to go well, get somebody. Well, it goes back to the shortstop we were talking about. You could use that guy as trade bait too. And you know what? Santori told me another interesting interesting thing. Majority of the guys you draft in like in drafts like this, maybe five percent, two or three of them come up to the majors. Yeah, not all of them are guaranteed. But like I said, a lot of them you can use for his trade bait. You know, we we drafted Hunter Green. I guarantee you people years ago said, "Oh, we are, that's when we had like a great pitching staff." Arroyo, uh, I forget. It was like a great pitching staff. But you look at it now, five or six years later, you're like, "Damn, I'm glad we drafted him." Yeah, I mean, so, the, the smart thing to do is what I think the Reds are going to do if they did, which they went and signed uh, Hunter before. He hit arbitration, so he makes money, but he's not out of you know the atmosphere. So that's what I think they're going to do with Ellie. Which I mean, Ellie and Maddie, they don't have to touch them for two years. Right? They don't have to do anything with him. Steer, they don't have to do anything for two years. They literally don't have to pay these guys for two freaking years. You know? So I mean, that that's again where I keep telling everything. We ain't got the money. We got the money. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. But, but I tell you this. I'll tell you this, Strawberry. In all seriousness, if we did get Shoney on town, you know me, man. I will be probably more than Zeke Elliott if I. Yeah, dude, I will be. No, you will be. Everybody will be. I mean, dude, I have to ask you this since we're talking to Tony Antone. Yeah. What was your reaction when we got King Griffey Jr.? I would have loved to. Know uh, I was going time. crazy, dude. I I was in. Yeah, go ahead. This is my. I was going nuts, and 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 I hate it that that he was injured here all the time. Oh, yeah. I hate it. That people who don't pay attention to actually what happened, they blame him no. because of his money. He actually took less. The re, uh, he, yeah, we're still paying him. Yeah, he took less money. He spread it out so the Reds could go out and get pitching. Carl Leonard never went and got pitching. No, it was not Ken Griffey's fault. It was not Ken Griffey's fault. He got hurt. It drives me freaking nuts when people are like, "Well, if Junior was just all here for the money." Literally, he wasn't. He took less money to come here. He the I Mets, I think, know. gave him offered him a huge amount. The Mariners offered him a huge amount. So I don't want to hear that at all. No, but I was in seventh grade, and this is back when we didn't have iPhones. So I would go on the school's computer to see if we got Griffey. Then I would go home immediately watch ESPN. We're like, where were you at that time? Do you remember where you were doing? I do. I was in Florida. Mine, I was on vacation again. I know. <laughs> but you didn't care. You, huh? Wait, you didn't. You, so you weren't even a Reds fan at that time, or no? No, I was on vacation in Florida. Oh, that was, that no, my, was my, son, my son was born. We were, we were at a restaurant. I was sitting there holding Chandler in, in, in my arms, and I wasn't watching my phone. I don't know how I found out. I think I was on ESPN. It popped up. I'm like, yes, yes. You're like, yes. That must have been a damn good vacation, buddy. Yeah. All right, Fry Fry Bologna th- thinks I'm I'm completely off my rocker. He said Otani's going to get like 50 million a year. easily. Well, he also said he wants to win. So. Uh, uh, yeah, this is absurd to suggest the smallest market to take on a contract like that. It's not absurd. I mean, it can't happen. I mean, no. I, I just want everybody to, to think that. I don't want everybody to think that it can't happen. 
Look, I mean, so it's not absurd when you literally not paying anybody. And if you can do it within a five year span and he said he wants to go to a team to win. I'm just going by what the man has said. Right. I did not say it was going to happen. I just said all I'm putting out there is it can happen and it is doable. No, so it's not absurd <laughs> because, yeah. all right, say you pay him $50 million. Okay. Well, you still, you know, or, or you pay him a big high salary for five years. Literally not paying anybody else. You know, and I'm not saying paying $50 million. No, know? I get that, buddy. Yeah. Like I say, I, I just be very hesitant, man. You got a good thing going with this Marley. Our Marley system used to be horrible for years, Jeff. And I just, I, I want to keep the train going. But I get what you're saying. I do understand. It's very intriguing. Yeah, I, I, I just don't, man. I'm just being very cautious. Maybe it's because of oh. years past of what happened. I don't know. I know. I'm like I said, I don't think it's going to happen. I'm just, I'm, I just, no. tired of people like, oh, they can't do that. Like, oh, no, if it did happen, they literally, set, they literally set themselves up to be able to do something like this. Oh, dude, if it did happen, I'd be, I'd be like, oh my God. <laughs> right, exactly. Hey, what's up, the Robin here? He's a, uh, he or she, uh, Robin, I think I'm saying it right. Uh, it's listening from Kansas City. Oh, oh. are you oh. obviously you're a Bengals fan too? And uh, you were deep in the heart of, of, of enemy territory. Did you see, um, the new shirt, uh, since the shirts came out with, uh, Born in what did it say? Born in Cincinnati, but living in enemy territory. Because um, no, I did not. Oh, I just saw it right for the show. Because the kid who uh was was at the Kansas City Royals game that kept having to believe uh sign behind home plate all all that whole series. Anyway, I follow. I started following him on Twitter. Oh, right. that kid with the Sam Hubbard jersey. Yes, it was Sam yes. Jersey. He, I guess they made him a shirt like that or something. It was oh, freaking man. cool as hell, dude. So, that's awesome. Does my son not know what time my show is on? Like, why is he going? not. What, what is wrong with him? <laughs> I guess Maybe he not. wants me to check. Maybe he texts me. Yeah, he texts me. He texts me something. Nope, he didn't text me. He just called me. What is wrong with you? It's What time is it? It's, I've been on for a half hour. He doesn't know. <laughs> Doesn't he have your show on his phone that said, hey, what? I know he should. Yeah. Uh, here's that. Matt says, uh, I'm trying to be in New York or L.A., which he might be. I mean, Seattle oh, yeah. was trying to get him to come, come there. I mean, well, well, why are the Angels wanting to trade him in the first? They can't. Well, I don't. Him? That's the thing. The Angels might not even trade him. It's not even out there. Yeah. That the are they just trying to start stir up a pot or something? Well, or? Only, I mean, to be honest, it's smart by the Angels. The Angels don't have anybody else. I mean, literally, no. they could get. Like I said, I'm literally talking about giving them four of our top prospects. Well, they got one guy. They got Otani to do it. They got Otani. They got Trout. They got Rendon, who was with the Nationals. When the World Series, I mean, come on. What do you got? What do they have to do to win, man? I mean, the no pitching, I guess. Uh, Chair's chiming in. He said, "Oh, time will be in Cincinnati on or on the Reds." Oh my god, <laughs> he's been all over it, man. He, no, oh, Cam. Cam says he is leaving. Now, what do you mean, Cam? He is leaving. Uh, he said, "Rare." Oh, Angels, Angels won't be signing. Well, then we won't. Well, I don't. The thing is, I think he wants to sign a a, a contender. That's honestly, you say he's 29 years old. I mean, I think he got the boy where he wants to win. I mean, it's not like he's not made enough money. He's made a ton of money. So I think I think he really wants to go somewhere and, and win. So we'll see. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I, you're right, Fried Bullet. I heard that too. I heard he, he wants to stay on the West Coast because right. it's closer to Japan. Yeah, which, I mean, like I said, this might be a pipe dream. I said, my son has talked me into it, and I've really thought about it. I'm like, all your points are right. It could happen. Will it happen? I doubt it. But we can do it. You know, that's all I'm saying. I could get hit by lightning, but it ain't gonna happen. But it could. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. But no, I get what you're saying, though. Exactly. Uh Chandler. I know I know the kids have been calling Cincinnati the <laughs> new Japan. 
He's silly. He's silly. <laughs> oh my goodness. Anyway, I just want to because you talked about that a little bit. I didn't really right, get right, to finish, right. finish discussion discussing it. So I mean, I'm glad we actually have a conversation about it without screaming at each other. Because I'm like, I'm not like I said, I'm not literally saying they're going to do it. I just say it can't happen. Right. But let's get to the thing that I know you've been dying to because you because anybody knows Greg, he is a huge movie buff. And he finally admits that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. No. <laughs> you know, when McLean, McLean hits a homer, I'll say it's a Christmas movie. <laughs> All right. So anyway, so we decided since it's baseball season here, uh, we're going to do uh, the, a list of best uh, baseball movies. Now, I don't have – I didn't set the thing up to do uh, tiers or all that stuff. So, Oh, don't, don't worry. I got the right list right here, man. We don't need to do no tiers or anything. That's <laughs> unnecessary when you got my list. Oh, yeah. yes, yes. We, ha- we have the list of lists. We have Big Savage's list here. All right. So, so, so with the exception, I have not seen A League of Their Own, which a lot of people nitpicked me for. I have not seen it. It's, it's, it's good. It's, it's not one of my favorites. I've seen right. it. It's a classic. I think for sure. Yeah. I, I think like you're it. gonna hate me for this one. I've never seen Bad News Bears. The original one? Oh my god. Yeah, both I, like of them. I never huh? seen the one with Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah. But no, I, I saw both of them. <laughs> I got I got I have a top twenty. I don't look look, I, I don't know if I have all time right. to get through all these, but let's start let's start. let's start with let's start with your top five. Let's go from five to one first. Okay, ready? Yeah. Number one, Field of Dreams. Number right, two, I said, I said five to one, but oh, five to one. one. Sorry. Angels in the Outfields number five for me. Okay. Number four, Major League. Three, Moneyball. Two, Sandlot. One, Field of Dreams. Wow. All right. For me, I see. I see. I haven't thought about it that much because this year, um, Angels in the Outfield. I know you like that movie. It's a. It's okay. It's not bad. It's one. Of the, it's just doing that was my that was the movie I watched as a kid growing yeah, up. Yeah, I mean, I'll kid. watch that. It's kind. Of, it's kind of like Rookie of the Year. I, that was. That one was was cool and cute that was also in my time i love major league that, that's oh that's my god so my so see major league one i hated major league three oh. so i'm gonna go major league three or major league two as my fifth major league what's here uh, that'd be my fifth what'd be my fourth i already know my my number one is which um you already said oh yeah chandler thank you that's a that's a very good one i forgot about this one yeah, I'm gonna go with number four. Forty-two oh. is awesome. I love forty-two. All right, I'll tell you a very underrated one. I had number six. You ever heard of this one? Sixty-one. It's about Roger Maris yes. and Mickey Mantle. Yes, that's that, that was HBO. that was so good. Billy Crystal did that one. Yeah, Billy Crystal and uh, Thomas Jane was uh was uh, uh Mickey Mantle. Yes, exactly. All right, so I got what I put here. I got uh, Major League. All right, so Major League two is five. Forty-two is uh four. Um, three. I just had it in my head. Oh, Sandlot. I love Sandlot. Sandlot's a class. Sandlot. That is awesome. That's three. The number two for me is um, Major League One. And then number number one is Field of Dreams. Yeah, Field of Dreams. I had money. I love that movie. Dude, I mean, it's just like, it, 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 like I wish I could have gone out there to Iowa. But that's when I was just so pissed off at the Reds last year. But it, like, you keep matching pay with Iowa. I'd be packing up going to Iowa right now, buddy, <laughs> if they're playing that game the next day. I mean, how do you not like that movie, you know? Yeah, it's it's if you're a baseball fan, you 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 – can't not like that movie. I mean, right. and like I said, I, we had a discussion before about different the sports movies. I really like the the true story movie. I, I throw Major yeah. League up there. It's not a true story, but that's why Forty Two was awesome. Sixty One. That, that's a, that's a really good movie. If you guys have never seen that one. Go watch that one. Eight Men Out. Another Eight Men Out. Another good one. Yes. 
Yep. And that, that one hits close to home because it was, you know, the Reds World Series. Right, exactly. I mean, no, no, a lot of these, yeah, but no, I tell you what, though, my favorite scene in any movie, Major League, when Charlie Sheen comes out and they play the Wild Thing song, I look at <laughs> it, I get that, when I get fired up, like with the Reds win or something, I know it's about Cleveland, but that that song just gets me so fired up every time I see that. If, if, if Ricky Karcher ever comes back up for the Reds, they need to play that music when he comes out of the ball. Absolutely, 100%. <laughs> if they play Wild Thing and GABP, I will lose it right around with my shirt off. Up and down the stands. I don't care if I get thrown out. That would be so awesome if something like that never happened. All right. So what's what's your next what's your next list there? All right. So after five, number six, 61, seven, eight men out. Number eight, this it's for love of the game. Some people might not like it. It's kind of a drama movie. Really good. Number nine, Chandler might get mad at me for having it too low, 42. Number 10, people forget about this one. The uh, This is a true story. The rookie with Dennis Quaid, remember, he's a high school yes, baseball pitcher. Yeah, he, he's the pitcher for Tampa Bay Rays. Right, he was a high school baseball pitcher, but yep. he tried out for the major leagues earlier in his life, but his arm gave out. But he, he realized he started throwing 98 again, and, and, his yeah. high, and he, he made a well, deal. Well, he didn't know he was doing it. He just started pitching to his high school team. Right, and, and yeah, and like his high school team said, we'll make a deal. We win, our, we win the championship. You go for a tryout. And that was the deal they made, and – he got to go up, and he, he played in the majors for a season or two. That was such a cool story, I thought. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, and Dennis Quaid, he's like in every great sports movie there ever is. So. It's, it's either him or, or, or Kevin, Kevin Costner. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you want me to keep going? Yeah, keep going, man. What do you got? Number 10, uh, 11, Rookie of the Year, Henry Rowan Gardner. I mean, as much as I hate the Cubs with a passion, that's a it's a great movie. It's funny. When he was older, he was in American Pie. I know he's American, but you know, when the Cubs won the World Series, he actually posted a picture of him with his World Series ring at the end. And he was actually at the, I thought that was pretty cool when they did. Oh, yeah. Number 12, you might know this movie, Little Big League. Remember, King Griffith Jr. kind of plays the bad guy in that because the kid becomes the Twins manager and Griffey and the Mariners. I've never actually watched that one all the way through. Right. Uh, This one you'll definitely know with Clint Eastwood, Trouble with the Curve. Yes. Yes, that's a very good I movie. think that mocks Moneyball because they talk about Moneyball criticizes how the old style scouts do it. But I think that because, like, remember when John Goodman's character comes in, he says to Clint Eastwood, you know, you can look up everybody's stats on the computer and do this. He's like, well, does it tell you how to scratch your ass also? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, because, like, I, he, I think he criticizes that, criticizes the old Moneyball. Well, I mean, they, they have a point to that. I mean, I understand the and it's one thing I've always I understand the analytics and everything, but there, there's also a, 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 a since to go out and watch the guy and, and right. you know, just guys who've seen baseball their entire life. Right. You know? Right. Exactly. You can't just look up some guy on your computer. You got to go watch, see, okay, how does he hit? How does he do this? Yeah. So I, I have some agreements with that. I love Moneyball. Don't get me wrong, but I, he is right. Uh, number, uh, let's see. Where you, got, where you got bench warmers at? That, that we had that couple, couple places in here. Don't get mad at me. It's my honorable mentions. Oh no. Number 14. <laughs> Fever pitch. <laughs> That's a good one, man. It's a, it's a love story. It's a but it's a funny one. I like Jimmy Fallon and Drew Barrymore. I can totally see. I can totally name me off so many guys that would be like they would rather watch the Red Sox than like you know go do this or go do that. Oh yeah, We'd rather go watch the Reds than they go. What was so cool about that was it was happened to be filmed right when the Red Sox were winning the World Series. Like they did, they actually edited the ending. They had Drew Barrymore and Jimmy Fallon actually go out on the field after they won the World Series. That's what was so remarkable. It happened to be about the Red Sox, 
you know, getting cursed for all those years, and it got filmed at the right time. So go right. figure. Oh, right? yeah, it was perfect timing. All right, I, I'm going to sound like a bad dad here, but Chandler says everyone, everyone's hero. This is a childhood classic of mine. I do what? not know what movie you're talking about. What is it, Chandler? <laughs> what? I think he meant 2006. He's at 66. I, I'm lost, Chandler. I don't know. I don't. I, I have to ask your mom. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Lost Chandler. <laughs> I guess he doesn't relate to some. I don't know. I don't hey, know. hey, hey Craig's with the He likes fever pitch. Now, th thank you so much, Craig. Now, now, 15, you might not heard of it. This wasn't a very high key move. I always watched it growing up in my teenage years. Hardball with Keanu Reeves. Oh, I, yeah, I don't. Have I seen it, that? So there was this one kid. They had the, they had this picture. Um, he wore his headphones and there was a song called the Biggie Smalls called Big Papa. And every time he, he, he was listening to the music, he would strike out pictures and all that. So I thought that was, okay. that was pretty cool. It, all right. I, I remember the movie now. He says, I remember it now. Yes. It's an animated baseball movie with a talking baseball. Yeah. The baseball was talking on a train, got on a train and, and, and met Babe Ruth or something like that. I remember. I've movie. heard about it, but Chandler, man, look, I get criticized. For it a was lot. like six. All right. <laughs> Chandler, man, come on, man. I mean, I get criticized for a lot. Don't get me wrong, but that's just come on, Chandler. Don't insult me, bro. I mean, I'm sorry, Chandler, buddy, but dude. All right, now 16. People are going to get mad at me for this one because it'll, it's in a lot of people's top fives. Bull Durham. Border, border. Oh, did I not pull? Oh, dude, I didn't put Bull Durham in my top five. Damn, yeah, how did I not? I'm making you remember all this. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, Bull Durham. All right, I got who am I taking out then? Major League Two, seriously? I think I got Major League Two, yeah. Bull Durham, yeah Bull get rid Durham. of it. Like all, right, all right, my top three is, is Field of Dreams. Uh, um, what was my second one I said? Um, right. I can't remember what that was. Oh, Major League and then Bull Durham. I think those, those are my top three. Right. I love Bull Durham. No, Bull, Durham's, Bull Durham and Major League actually have a lot of common, if you really think about it, because you have a, a young pitcher and, a, and, a, and an old catcher, kind of like a Major League, and – like, you know, with Pedro Serrano, who's like into the whole, you know, uh, voodoo thing. I, and, boo, I do it myself. Exactly. I love that. Was one of my favorite. That was another one, another one of my favorite lines in that movie, man. I mean, there's just yeah, well, this new football movie. We already did football movies. Well, not we did here. well on Bruce. We did, but no, yeah. I can do football movies, Chandler. Oh, that natural. That's that's another one. Good here. Crips I don't, natural. I didn't like it really. I mean, too depressing. Yeah, I, I would put you that way. It, it, it's a good movie, but it's not one I'm like, oh my god, I gotta watch it because it's, right. it's like always on MLB Network. I'll right, watch it, it, it is a good movie, but not one like I'm like, I, yeah, it's kind of depressing. All right, seventeen. Uh, this uh, the Babe, uh, John Goodman played Babe Ruth. Oh yeah, I forgot. I've, I saw that one like once. It's okay. You know, no, yeah. it's pretty. It's really good. I, I liked it because I'm a big John Goodman fan. There were a bunch of Babe Ruth movies that were made, but I thought Goodman did a good job. Uh, number 18, you'll know this one. This talks about late 90s. Uh, Summer Catch, Freddie Prince Jr., Jessica. Ken Griffey Jr. is in that one, too. Yeah, I know. Do you remember he hits yeah. a home run off of him? He's like, welcome yep. to the big league. Welcome to the show, kid. kid. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> who, was, who was the girl The girl that's married to Justin Timberlake? She was in it also. Uh, uh, Je Je Jessica Biel. Jessica Biel. And who was the other guy? Uh, Freddie Prince Jr. He played yes. the catcher and all that and stuff. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because uh, it was all about him playing in the Carolina Leagues, which is funny because every time I go to, to, uh, to Myrtle Beach – they have a, a team there called the Pelicans. I want to go watch them because it's, I don't know if they're part of the Carolina leagues or not, but I mean, I, it's in Carolina, you know, in that area. Right. Uh, 19, you'll remember this one with uh, Tom Selleck, Mr. Baseball, where he plays in Japan. 
You don't know I never watched that one. I, I yeah, I just I it's so, no, it, it's pretty good. I liked it. It's a I classic. I, I don't even care for Tom Selleck that much, but I thought it was pretty good. Like I said, I have a lot of honorable mentions. I, I may have to go back and think about some of these, but uh, yeah. So I thought that was okay. My last one. Uh, this is a very old classic, but um, Lou Gehrig story is just one of my favorite stories. Uh, Pride of the Yankees. Uh, you, I, I've never seen that one. I, okay, I to, I've never seen it. I, I, it's one I want to see. I've just never seen it. Okay. No, that was I just disappointed Greg. You just disappointed me, man. But yeah, those are my top 20. Like baseball movies, there's, I don't think there's many good football movies as baseball movies. Like football, I can only do top 10. It took me a long time to think. Yeah, but well, I mean, baseball is, is, is America's pastime. There's so right. many more creative stories. I mean, you right. literally made well, our favorite movie, made Field of Dreams about a baseball field in the middle of a corn cornfield. Right. What was so interesting about Field of Dreams was I thought there was a connection to Eight Men Out because Eight Men Out was made a right. year before Field of Dreams. Yeah. I thought there would have been a connection to Eight Men Out. And there really never was or anything. Yeah. It was just a, it, I guess it was just a big coincidence if you think about it. The funny it. thing for me is all that came out for is right around uh, I was right around the whole Pete Rose scandal. It came out too. Yeah, no, no, the, so, I, I didn't even think about that. You yeah, know, so when, when Pete Rose scandal, scandal came out, that's when I actually first I ever heard about Shoeless Joe. I didn't know who he was. Right. They talked about you know Pete Rose getting banned and first guy getting banned since you know uh, Shoeless Joe, and then they had eight man eight man out, and uh, then they had Field of Dreams. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. And you're right. Speaking of Shoeless Joe, do you think he should be in the Hall of Fame finally? I, I, dude, I was about to bring that up. I'm like, dude, I'll, I'll put it to you this way. All right, so. I was one that I was a kid. P. Rose was my favorite freaking player when I was a kid. I love P. Rose too. And Chris Sable was the there. I literally have P. Rose. Yeah, I I literally had that newspaper in here. I got P. Yeah. Rose's jersey autograph. I believed him. All right, I thought he didn't bet on baseball. Right. Now I believe. Now he said he bet on baseball. I believe him that he said he bet on the Reds to win. He, that's neither here or near. I don't think, and it has not been proven that he bet on baseball while he was a player. Right, he's not getting in the Hall of Fame as a manager. I think they should let him in. I also believe I've come around to this. I think they should let the, the steroid guys in. They knew they were doing it. I mean, they yeah, knew they, well, were no, doing well, it. they knew, yeah, yeah. Baseball knew they were doing it. Don't give me that because I mean, yes, steroids was banned. They never tested for them. They banned them in '91. They never tested for them. So if you really wanted to find out, you should have tested. So I mean, and 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 I and I did not believe that Mark McGuire used steroids, which is stupid. I didn't. I wanted to believe him, right? You know, but you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. We actually go look how 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 what size he was. He was twenty five compared to how big he was at, right. at thirty five. That doesn't naturally happen. So I mean, but the point is that that it's 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 the Hall of Fame for your best players. I, I Barry Bonds was on the trajectory. Would have been a Hall of Fame player without steroids. Roger Clemens, take his Boston years as a Hall of Fame player without yeah. that stuff. Mark McGuire, I don't know. He's kind of iffy. But those two, I hate Barry Bonds. <laughs> I can't stand him. I'll do. But I think he should be in. I'll do. His Pittsburgh years, I think it, I, never, I never got to watch him in his Pittsburgh years. I thought those. that's when he was a five-tool player compared to – now, when he was the one-tool player with the Giants, don't get wrong, he was a damn good one-tool player. But I liked him better when he was a five-tool player with the – Pirates. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I, I never liked him. I mean, one, because we, we had to play him against the Pirates, and I just thought he was a jerk. But, yeah. I mean, so I, I think his years up to, and people are like, well, when did he start doing steroids? Uh, about 98. And you can watch his body. <laughs> oh, yeah. And so it wasn't his whole career with the Giants. 93 to like 97, he was skinny. And 98 on up, that's when his head got big and he got big. 
that's when you know he, yeah. he started doing it. I mean, you just go look at him. I mean, it's, well, it's well, obvious now. Strawberry, say we can all say what we want, but let me tell you something. Robert Guarin, Sammy Sosa, the steroid era, the guilty thing is everybody was all excited at that home. Oh, dude, I, I, I remember TV. I remember turning it on. I could. I don't even watch baseball outside of the red. Like NFL, I watch all NFL football outside of the Bengals, especially after the Bengals win. Football is more fun to watch. But baseball, I could care less about the other teams. It's the Reds and Reds only. But man, when it was Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa, I remember every day I would turn on like, okay, where's yes, McGuire? Man. Where's Sosa? I remember. Yes, yes Pitt would literally break into program. Well, remember, bats. we were so close. Mark McGuire was so close to breaking it with Cincinnati because after that Cubs game, they were coming to Cincinnati. No. I still think they would have saved him. I went, I went to the game. Oh, you did? And I Because that, that was a 98. Me and my wife went to the game. Well, the only time she, she didn't go to baseball games, but she, she went with me there. Well, and Mark McGuire hit the hardest ball I have ever seen up until I saw Ellie De La Cruz's first home run. Right. But Mark McGuire drilled one on a line to the center field red seats. Right. It would have went to the river if the stadium wasn't so tall. He right. that was the hardest damn ball I've ever seen. Because I was hoping he'd break it or tie it in Cincinnati. It was close. Well, we, we, me and my dad were in Reds game playing the Cubs, and there was this one Reds fan just dodging Sammy Sosa. He's like, Sammy, Sammy, oh, what are you going to do, Sosa? Just maybe hit a single or hit a double. You're not going to do anything. He hits one of the upper deck red seats. He comes down, looks that guy in the eye and just smiles at him and all that. I'm like, and I want to say that fan, yeah, but you asked for that one, man. Right. I mean, just shut up. <laughs> now, now, Sammy Sosa is one that I don't think deserves to be in the Hall of Fame because right. he was not a good, that good of a player. No, until he got because I always remember this because I, I I watched baseball all the time, right? And and, and back in the day, WGN had the Cubs on all the time, and they started having the White Sox on, so I would watch some of the White Sox games, right? And Sammy Sosa was skinny, and he played there, and I liked right. him. I thought he was a good, gritty, you know, fast player. And then he went to Chicago and just explodes. And I'm like, how do you do that? You know, you, you're in, in, in the White Sox. You weren't there. Because I always, I'm like, because I remember Brady. Remember Brady Anderson? He was a leadoff hitter for yeah, the I, I do. Re- I never watched him, but I knew who he was. One year on a contract year, he, he, he roars up and hits 50 homers. And then never does it again. You know, so, I mean, so, I mean, that, that's where I'm like, the only two I think should be in there, like, that that are the big controversy ones is, right. I, I, I think, Bonds and, 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 uh, Clemens. Now, people bring up A Rod. Another one, A Rod again. I, I don't him. I can't tell I, when he did it. Yeah, that's that's it. I mean, he was already big, right? Begin Well, I tell you what, man. You know, Roy Oswald. I remember he talked about it. He says I got screwed in a lot. Of, like you look at some of these pitchers, man. They're like, look, I got screwed in the steroid era because home runs, man. The average home runs, I, we got spoiled, man. I, I, me as a kid, I was so used to seeing at least fifty-five, like. Eight or nine, ten players hit fifty home runs. Now it's a miracle if you get to fifty home runs well, that, with one or two. That's what it was. I was a kid. I remember in, in ninety, the first player I, that I remember ever hitting fifty home runs that I watched was Cecil Fielder. Right. And he, right. he came back from he was over in Japan. He came back to to the Giants and hit fifty that year. Right. Like, Holy crap! I've never seen anybody hit that many in my life, and that was huge back then. Oh. And and that's that's what I love about the way the Reds, are, the way the Reds are playing right now. They're playing. Right. This is the type of baseball that made me fall in love with baseball. The way they play, which they do hit home runs. Right. They don't hit them all the time, but they are running around the bases. They are making plays happen. They are making defensive plays out there. They're playing aggressive. That's no, how no. The, 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 the 1990 team was. That's how the 99 team was. That's how these teams were that I grew up as a kid. Like from, from 84 or 85 to 87, the Reds, 
finish second place every year because we only had you had to win the, the NL West to get in the playoffs. They didn't have all the all the other playoff uh, positions. Now, if they did, the Reds would have made the playoffs multiple times in the eighties. That's well, how they played. Right. It, this just came to me. This is kind of off, well, not really off topic, but like I remember watching the movie '61. What pissed me off about that movie was how they every all the fans just rooted for Mickey, and I get it. Mickey was the most famous Yankee on that right. team. They right. all wanted to see him. Roger Maris was just a very quiet guy and all that, only in New York for a couple of years. But it doesn't just aggravate you where they're like, "No, we we want Mickey. We don't like Roger." I mean, that just ticked me off. Like, why can't we root for both of them? And right. All that, you they're know, both Yankees who cares who wins? But, but it's like it's like can you imagine like you look at the Reds, man. That's like saying you either root for Ellie De La Cruz or you or, or McClain. That's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Well, that's it, would be like, it would be like, uh, just say Joey Votto and Ellie De La Cruz are going for the, for the record this year. You got a rookie and you got a veteran who's yes. been here forever. That, that's kind of what would be the equivalent of it. And right. I don't, I mean, I hope Reds fans wouldn't give a crap. As long as we win, I don't care who it's. Right. I don't care who it is. Just win me the damn game. That's all I care about. But if I had to put myself in the shoes, say if I grew up as a Yankees fan, you and I both probably said, hey, yeah, we'd be rooting for Mickey to win. But I sure as damn well would never say, I don't want Roger to win. I don't don't know why you wouldn't want somebody on the team to do it. Yeah, exactly. That's like the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. It it, it literally, literally, literally makes no sense. No, not at all. But yeah, no, dude. Yeah, like I say, man, I mean, I have all these players on the team. I'm going to root for every day. I mean, Ellie, Ellie, I I think you can Ellie's my favorite player on that team. But I damn well will root Classic. for everybody. Vado. Vado's always been my favorite. Vado. But anyway, well, I, want, I want to promote this again real quick here for next Friday at uh, uh, Little Miami Brewery. It's next Friday. Ted Karras will be there July 21st from 4 to 9 p.m. Big Savage Greg's going to be there. I'm going to be there. The Brew Crew's going to be there. Ted Karras will be there. Matt will be there from Cincy Hats. They'll be selling hats, giving away. Ted will be there hanging out, drinking beer, autographing. It'll be an absolute blast. And then we also had, so we just announced today, the Jackpot Joey Cornhole Tournament. It is August 12th. Go to any Brink Brewery uh, social media platform and go there and make sure you si- sign up. All all, every, all the proceeds, everything goes to the Joe Burrow Foundation. So make sure you guys check it out. Me and this guy right here. That guy, right? I was going to say, say. That guy, we're, we're going we're to team up and we're going to dominate in Cornhole. Okay, just saying, we're, yeah. Boom, baby. We're gonna, man, we were awful at this. <laughs> we're we're yeah. going to kick ass. But the other thing I, that I, I want to announce, and I'm really excited about this, and, and shout out to my boy Greg here. He's the one that reached out to him first. But Corey Dillon is going to be on, on, on the show on the show uh, next Tuesday. So uh, Greg reached out to try to, to see if he can get him on, and and he was he was like, yeah, I'll, I'll try to come on or whatever. And then he, Greg never heard from him. So then I tried to reach out for him, and he's like, yeah. So he's coming on. I got next Tuesday. My, Greg's gonna be my my uh, my co-host again. He's got the the Dylan jersey. I wish I could freaking find my. I have that exact same damn jersey, and I cannot find it. It's driving me nuts because I want to wear it, but I can't find it. There's actually a hilarious story. I, there, this is actually a great story. How I got this autograph. I might try to explain it when he's on. But yeah, dude, Jeff, man, I'm just so fired up. This when I first got in the Bengals, I'm like, this was my first ever favorite player for the Bengals as a kid growing up. I couldn't be more excited, bud. I, dude, I, I am too. This, this is going to be a lot of fun. Right. I mean, Corey Dillon, and in, in my and I think Greg's opinion, is the best uh, running back in Bengals history. Deserves to be not only in the Bengals uh, Ring of Honor, but also deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Right. I mean, dude, I'm I'm just so fired. I mean, this is just totally awesome. And I, I mean, I, full disclosure, I didn't vote for Corey for the uh, Hall of Fame yet because I think there's other guys we got to get in before they pass away. Right. And that's what that's what sucks about this. That's why I wish the Bengals would let us pick four. 
Dude, it should. I argued it almost should be six, man. We're just so far behind. If this was, this should have been done twenty years ago at the oh, very least. Should have been done when, when the when PBS opened. That's what exactly. they should have done. Because none of this would have ever happened. I mean, no. like I said, this is way too small to do two. It should be at least four or six. In my, it's gonna take us forever. I mean, yeah, <laughs> to get anywhere close to being comped to where we be. Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase and T. Higgins will be retired. Right. right. I mean, they, like you say, they got guys like Joe Atkins. They're going to be eligible soon. Joe Atkins should be right. a first ballot in, immediately. Right. Yeah. That's where I'm like. They, they, to me, that Bengals, you got to give us four. You, you got. Like, like the thing is, like I'll put it this way. This is a thought that just crossed my mind because some people are, are upset that only season ticket holders can can vote. So while they do this, they get four. Let season ticket holders vote for two, mm-hmm. and then let everybody else vote for two. That no. way you got four of them. That way everybody can vote for whatever you know. And and yeah, Corey Dillon's right. It is a popularity contest. I, it, that's what I mean. What yeah. I mean, it's a popular contest. For the Hall of Fame, I mean, right. Corey Dillon wasn't the the nicest pit person to the media. I, I can name so many players in any sport that were not nice people at all, but they got in the Hall of Fame. They got in, yeah. And yeah. sometimes they just the media just holds grudges. And wh- why Corey Dillon is not even considered for the Hall of Fame is ridiculous. Uh, go look the stats up. Go 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 look at the stats. Go go look at the lines. Go look at the teams he ran for. Go look to the year he had when he left the Bengals and went to the Patriots. No, I don't want to hear, oh, he had Tom Brady. He rushed for, like, what, almost 1,500 yards. He was a huge contributor. Now, don't get me wrong. They won without him. But still, he was a huge contributor to that team. He should definitely be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah, definitely. There's no doubt. I don't know what the problem is. But anyway, make sure you guys join us next Tuesday. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, next Friday's going to be fun. Next Tuesday's going to be fun. I, I want to hurry up and get there already. Dude, let's get this train going, buddy. Sounds good. Hey, before I let you go, you got, got anything going on? Rally, you want to want to promote or anything before I let you go? Uh, rally, yeah, yeah. I, I, I we so as of right now, we've been on Mondays, but you know what? The Bengals season right around the thank God this red season's kept us occupied with something. Uh, I don't know what we're gonna do tonight. We have no game to watch. <laughs> I know exactly, but like I think when the season starts, I do believe we'll be going back to Monday, Wednesdays. Uh, you know, when the Bengals season starts. So, you know, when Bengals season starts, man. There's going to be so much sports to talk about. Strawberry, you might have to be on 24 hours a day. If the rest of the winning like this and the Bengals start out winning, you might have to be on 24 hours a day, buddy. I'll be the 24-hour strawberry network. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there you go. All right, Greg. Appreciate you, brother. Take care, buddy. See you, man. See you. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Make sure you guys go check out Rally. Go support them. Go check out Bengals and Brews. Dale is going to be doing 3.30 shows all the time now. So make sure you check that out. And, uh, yeah. That was a lot of fun discussing the draft, discussing um, the baseball movies, stuff like that. You know, I mean, stay after the All-Star break. There's no sports right now, so it's always a rough one to try to uh, think of stuff to talk about. Anyway, uh, tomorrow I have – let me double-check here, make sure I'm going to say this right before I blurt it out. But, yep, I do. I have uh, Jay Morrison on, formerly of The Athletic. Now he's on pro – Pro football. I think it's pro football focus, pro football, something. Pro fo- I got to ask him again. But he's going to be back on. I'm so happy that Jay was able to land on his feet. I didn't, didn't think he wouldn't. I mean, Jay is an awesome dude. He's a great beat writer. I'm very happy he's going to be back covering the Bengals beat. I can't wait to uh, see his articles. Plus, they're going to be free this time, so we don't have to uh, subscribe to anything to get them. So that is awesome. So uh, make sure you check it out tomorrow uh, with Jay Morrison who's a really good dude. All right, let's get to the Facebook groups. That let me live stream.
And as always, I appreciate every single one of them. They are Hootay Nation, Hootay Legion, Bearcat Ruckus, Radical Reds, the Ohio State Bucknuts, the Ice Bar. And they can follow me on all my social media platforms, all under Sports with Strawberry Ice on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Twitter handle is at Jeff A. Trinipole. TikTok is at Iceman90. I'll be pulling out a sound later on tonight. Put it on the podcast. It's on BeanPod, Apple iTunes, Spotify, Google, Stitcher Play, pretty much wherever you get your podcast. So if you missed any of Greg's list of baseball movies or any of his list of uh, the MLB draft or the guys that uh, we drafted, check it out. Uh, while doing that, leave me a five-star review. Leave a comment so more Cincinnati fans can find my podcast. I would greatly appreciate it. YouTubers, we're at 2,264 subscribers. I lost two people. It happens. Hopefully, they'll come back. But I appreciate each and every one of you guys that subscribe to the show. Do me a favor. Like I said, tweet the show out. Retweet it. Tell your friends about it because, like I said, it's just me doing this. So I, I, ha- I do have some help. My wife, my daughter, like I said, Greg helps me out with the with the uh, guests sometimes. Uh, Dale's helped me out. But for the most part, it's pretty much just me. And you guys tweeting the show out, telling people about it. So I appreciate everything you guys do for me. Like I said, if it wasn't for you guys, I wouldn't be able to do any of this. So check me out tomorrow. I'll have 530. Jay Morrison will be on. That's your sports, baby. See ya!